Hello and welcome to another episode of Mortgage Video Mastermind, where we bring you professionals who share insight into the latest trends, tips, industry, technology, and services to help you create more videos to use in your mortgage business. We can. Okay. And uh, we are what... up and we are live. So hello, Paul. Hello. How are you, Ginger? How are you doing, Scott? Oh, I've been very excellent. Good. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Absolutely. I know KP really well, but I don't think we've met. I don't know that we have. I mean, have you been at any of the at any of the trade shows maybe in the past? Yeah, I, but I'm a recluse. I hide in the corner <laughs> he usually is a recluse. and don't talk to a lot of people. So That's Scott. Guys, huh? <laughs> yeah. So so we are live. We are streaming. Happy Wednesday. Um, I think uh, Scott, you said the narrative for me. It's like I am I am getting ready to uh, begin my my hike um, up Mount Everest. Up Everest, so. yeah. She's oh. at Forward Base Camp at the foot of Everest. And yes. after this call, she's going to head out. <laughs> you, do, you do look rather attractive with that sort of a thing going on around there. I, I... It is a good look. <laughs> with the makeshift plastic. <laughs> okay, so... Hello, everyone who is joining us, and uh, we thank you so much. We'll do a proper introduction here. You know, sometimes uh, we're not always so formal, which is good. My name is Ginger Bell. I have um, my usual partner in crime, Scott Chang, and Jason and Carl are uh, traveling today, and we have a fabulous guest, Paul Osita, who's the CMO for PRMG and one of my absolute favorite people to hang out with. We had so much fun together in Vegas. Um, want to do it all over again. But um, to give you a little background on Paul, um, Paul's been in the industry for a long time, brings so much experience inside and outside the industry. But as the CMO is responsible really for creating PRMG's branding and imaging, and I know, you know, we're talking about videos today, but really what you do is so much more than that. You have a video series that you started doing a while ago that's called Take Five. So I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, but really, just that same dialogue that, Paul, you and I had in our um, session that you invited me to, thank you so much for that, um, about you know, how you can leverage video and what um, originators need to be doing as far as video, because that's really what we want to be able to focus on during our sessions is talking about video. So um, thanks for joining us. And uh, <laughs> let's go ahead. So, so tell me about some of the things that PRMG is doing around video, because I know you guys do a lot of education, you have a library, you record a lot of things, but tell me about some of the things that you're doing specifically at PRMG around video. Well, that's really interesting that you bring that up because I just literally, Ginger and Scott, left a meeting, uh, a creative strategy meeting um, with that uh, I should say was centric to content. And part of that content was the video content, which I know is very important to you, as I have read EduMarketer, uh, <laughs> cover to cover. Um, right now, we are moving in a, in a uh, we'll say for 2022, to increase the frequency of the videos that we do. Um, right now, PMG has recognized that, you know what, um, there's a narrative, there's stories to be said and told out there. You see Kevin Peranio earlier, Scott brought up about Kevin. 
uh, Kevin Peranio, you know, cuts a video almost every night. Uh, and if he doesn't, you know, then he's slipping a little bit. Of course, I'm just kidding. But, but uh, you know, he does that on his LinkedIn. It's kind of become sort of, I don't want to say the talking head, but he's become somebody that's a, 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 like a trusted advisor. And he talks about all kinds of things that are going on in the economy, as do others. And using that kind of, uh, uh, we'll call it um, uh, framework or kind of a template, if you will, what we're trying to do from a marketing and branding perspective is now share more stories. More and more people are finding, as you both know, you know, YouTube being the number two search engine is part of it. But more importantly, that video creates this sort of face-to-face, -face, this interaction, this kind of um, uh, idea of us being together and seeing each other, you know, eyeball to eyeball in a virtual space. Um, and we're now looking at that. So we met with, we have a, now we have a digital lending and marketing team that kind of birthed out of the national marketing team. So I'll give you a little bit of the framework or the, the, the uh, structure. And what their job is to do is to now share what we're doing more on the, on the, out on the airways. And part of that is video content. So bomb bomb videos, um, branch manager videos that we, that, you know, there'll be one today produced or tomorrow. We're holding branch manager university right now here at PMG in Corona, California. And then after it's done, they're going to cut a video. Those videos will then uh, go into a repository. They'll get chopped up, segmented, and then they'll get shared socially. And so the idea is, can we do that 10x? You know, can we really increase the frequency of it? And that's what we're looking to do. So if you're asking me what PMG's got up their sleeve, you're going to see way more video content as we enter 2022 between myself, Kevin Peranio, you are seeing some video content out there. Yes, you're right. I have my own separate deal that I do uh, that speaks more to my book reviews, but that's just something that I do personally, Ginger. That kind of just is more of a cathartic thing that I do that I've been testing the water uh, with, you know, since uh, since the, the days that we were doing 30 Days of Thought, where we were reading Andrew Berman's book, excuse me, uh, uh, Jay Duran's book, apologies, Jay Duran's book, and then it kind of emanated from there. So, but um, yeah, that's kind of the big plan. And of course, it'll be the, the we, we will be talking about product, we will be talking about service, but more importantly, sharing some stories, as well as some of the goodwill things that PRMG is doing. I'm a firm believer that while, you know, everybody can talk about rates, everybody can talk about, you know, what's happening out there in the mortgage landscape and how to navigate it, which you and I, Ginger, kind of talked about when we were on stage at NAM. but I think it's about storytelling. It's about sharing the trials and tribulations and how you get through those. That's why I loved the book, if I can digress for a minute, Win or Learn, where all of you, you included, were sharing your stories, real life stories, on how you achieved success over time and look who you, you've grown into be. I think those are the kinds of things that we need to share more of. I think that will draw more attention along with the how to become successful, along with, you know, here's what's going on in the industry. Rates are up, rates are down. You know, it's time to trench for purchase business. Those kinds of things, there will always be a need because in the mortgage industry, people need to need the info. They need to know how to put, you know, the rubber to the road to make money. And I get that. But um, I also have a strong belief that uh, sharing good stories is, is very important as well. That's, those, are, those are my initial response. So I, I'd, I'd like to unpack what I, what I heard a little bit, because I think this is really, really important. And I think what you do at PRMG um, 
is a template that any loan officer or real estate agent that's watching this, we, you know, our, our, I think our audience is mostly loan officers, um, should really unpack because I see three distinct video strategies here that I really, really love. Um, the first one with, with Kevin um, that he does on his LinkedIn. I encourage everybody to look up Kevin Perenio on LinkedIn and see his videos because it's literally him sitting at a desk kind of talking about his day and his thought of the day. And it's very free form. It's very vulnerable. Um, it's very candid. And, um, and it, it creates a connection. You know, we think of big companies and you don't have connections with C-level people in companies like that. And that, that, that approach as a company, if you're a branch manager, if you're a loan officer creating that sort of vulnerability and access for consumers, um, and I think even for recruiting other loan officers so that they can get to know you on sort of this personal level, um, not everybody is going to be Kevin, but when you look at his, when you look at his videos, you can see that it's okay to do that type of video. And I personally find him, first of all, he's, he's wicked smart. So, and he's got a great sense of humor and he always has something to talk about and he's engaging. So that's the first one is it's okay for your leadership to be vulnerable and be candid and have that kind of relationship with your audience. The second thing that I heard you say is um, almost a, I would almost call it an internal type of a video. So you're doing these training videos for branch managers. Um, I assume that that's publicly available on the PRMG site or on your YouTube video. Um, but we've talked about this in past episodes is you can do internal training videos um, that may or may not be accessible to consumers. But I think, you know, in this sense, again, and let's look at it from a recruiting perspective. If you're a loan, if you're a branch or a branch manager, you can show what kind of communication you have with your loan officers and your branch managers. And that's going to just build more authority. It's going to knock down sort of those, those accessibility walls, and it's going to reflect on you. And then the third thing that you said that I think is so important um, that I don't think enough people think about this is that giving back that social responsibility um, sort of channel. And, and I think companies, first of all, I think it's important that all companies, if you're blessed enough to have a good business and you can help people, you should find an opportunity to leverage that to give back to the community, whether it's a local charity, a national charity, or, or you know, if you're, it depends on what your market is, um, but toy drives for, a, for local families, just anything that's giving back. I think that's such an important message and such an important strategy. And I love the fact that a a big company like yours um, is really embracing these types of channels that, you know, little people like us with loan officers, we don't necessarily have the red tape and the bureaucracies that you probably had to navigate through a little bit in order to, you know, to have all of these channels. But um, I, I just want to say how fantastic it is that you've, that you've really kind of 
identified and carved out these three channels and that um, that it's now it's part of your strategy. It's part of your mission. Well, first of all, you're an amazing listener, and I really appreciate that because I think you I think you nailed that. The thing that kind of stuck out as you were talking to me as well is that, that I believe you're, you're going there is we've we've humanized it. Right. We are literally taking we're, we're demonstrating through our actions and behaviors. This is something that I speak about. By the way, that's a train whistle in the background. I apologize for that. I, I can't control it. There's literally a, a track right behind the office here in Corona. Great it's okay. Here. The sled dogs <laughs> behind Ginger no, are also. I will have to post a picture after I'm done. And I, I thank God Scott is a great listener because I honestly had a guy walk by me with the raccoon on a leash. <laughs> you know what? That, that actually. Just, I'm in Centralia, Washington. I don't think I said it up at the beginning and I'm going to get back to talking about what you were doing. But and, and, and he thought his about, brother is sitting on your head. I think that's what he might have thought. It's cold here. I'm driving to Seattle, Washington from Portland, Oregon to pick up Sue Woodard from the airport. And so for me to be able to pick her up, I had to get halfway in between Portland and Seattle, which is Centralia. So that's why I'm sitting in the tundra. But right. um, I'll, I'll have track. to post the picture. But but I mean, awesome. that speaks to the part is the story, right? So Paul, yes. you're talking about building that story and, and uh, humanizing it. And video does that. When you type something, you're not going to have that same emotion and you're not going to have that same feeling. So Scott, you know, and Kevin's been doing videos for a while and you pick up on his personality, right? Mm -hmm. He's wicked smart. Yeah. He has a good sense of humor, mm -hmm. all of those things. You're not, I mean, you can probably pick that up a little bit in, in the written word if you're following along someone and constantly reading what they're blogging about. Like what Scott, you built so much of your business just around that, right? Yeah, and had yeah. a voice around that. But video captures so much more of the person. And that's going to capture your culture, Paul, which is so important as far as PRMG. And what you're doing is because people will feel that and they'll see that. So you're so smart for doing that. Well, I, I, I appreciate I appreciate that that sentiment. And let me let me be clear about something, you know, number one, Nothing will ever beat in life being face to face, right, Ginger? There's something about that, but this is the second best way to do it. Uh, this has made our world very, very accessible through through the power of, of video and what the internet has garnered all of us over over the last several years. It is truly amazing. I still marvel at the whole thing, right? And and you know, and I know Scott knows this. The other part is becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? And I know that that's been kind of a catchphrase now that everybody says, but it requires a little bit of that, a little bit of confidence in oneself to actually be willing to put yourself out there because you are vulnerable. And I love what Ginger said. Guess what? The way you look on video, that's what you look like in real life. So get past your bad self, right? So there's all those things that you've got to deal with. But what you were really where I felt you were focusing is people begin to see your personality and you know hopefully it creates that connection and through that connection you create trust and loyalty and all those things and and what we've really been trying to do here is share information that hopefully is useful to other people whether it just inspires you to go you know what i want to find my voice like laura brandeo did right uh, i i, I want to find my voice and she literally got catapulted into a panel that you know she was extremely uncomfortable with i, I talked about that in the winter learn uh, review but 
but but I don't want to get off track here. The, the bottom line is yes, someone like Kevin has garnered a lot of trust. Now he can, he's technically a, I would classify as a a trusted advisor in the industry. He he provides really good content. I love what Scott said. Wicked smart. You guys are all saying wicked smart. Kevin is too smart for his own good. If you're listening, Kevin, he's really yes. smart and a hell of a lot smarter than me. But what I just try to do is just be who I am, share my passions a little bit. And I think there's a lot of passion here that we have at PRMG. Uh, you know, I didn't want to make this about PMG, but since you brought it up, that is what we're doing. We're now trying to find a way to connect with people. And a, a lot of it is just sharing what you're doing. What is the culture? Let me give you an example. So one of the things that I always talk about, and, you know, I've kind of self-elected myself as the culture man, guy, person in the company, where I talk about, you know, what lifts the brand. Here's the brand. That's great. It looks good on the wall, but it's the people and their actions and behaviors that actually elevate that brand. And one way to elevate that is through the video marketing, is through letting people on the inside, let them in, let them see who you really are. Let them see that you're vulnerable. Those are the kinds of things that we need to do more of. And um, honestly, Ginger, you inspired me a lot. I mean, I, you know, through reading your book and just knowing you and watching you do what you do, um, you know, is inspiration for someone like me who this is not necessarily what I do for my living, but it is one part of what I do that I really enjoy doing. Kind of like the book reviews, you know, uh, I have a, there's a whole method to why I do what I do there, right? Um, but all of it contributes to helping PRMG because what it does is it's, oh, that's brought to you by the guy that works for PMG doing X. You know, it, it kind of all, all um, converges a little bit there. So I hope that 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 makes good sense. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things, too, and and talking about sharing stories and Scott, I know so much of what you do now and what you're doing in building Find My Way Home is about sharing stories. Yeah. And so. There's well, a certain a, craft have, to that, though. I mean, it's not something that is necessarily easy to do. So, um, you know, sharing stories are great, but we want to make sure they're not that they're still to the point that there's a fact there that, you know, inspires and all those things. So what are some of the things that that you do, Scott, to be able to to share in some of those stories? What advice do you give to people when they're sharing stories? Like you're talking to Paul and Paul's going to start sharing stories, stories about LO, stories about customers, stories about account executives, right? Um, how do you frame a story up to where it's impactful? Uh, I kind of, I have a, I have kind of a, a bullet pointed sort of framework that I that that I found useful, and it's really identifying the topic, which is the problem or the subject of the story, um, and then the second one I call the um, the "you're not alone" statement, and it's really why that's a problem, and and it's it's letting the consumer know, and this is a common copywriting thing, and even a sales and NLP sort of strategy is you're not the only one with this problem. And, and why is this a problem? Then I talk about um, the solution to the problem. So here's a broad way that we approach this. And then I narrow that down to our solution. So while this is the solution, this is specifically how we solve this problem that we see all the time. You're not alone. We understand what you're talking about. And then I usually follow it up with, 
um, if you're listening to this, this is how you avoid getting yourself into step one, which is you already have this problem. So it's kind of an all, already. And then one of the things that we do is our calls to action on our videos. And, and this is basic. So this framework is in the context of telling success stories about consumers that we've taken from maybe they were told no by another loan officer. And then they got in front of us and we solved their problem. And our call to action is always an open invitation to ask us any question you have. It, it's not a, it, it's not always a hard sell because I'm a firm believer that if you educate and empower consumers, they are going to go to you for the answer because what you're doing is you're earning their trust. And and I, and what I kind of want to leverage that into an observation that I wanted to point out with the, the, the converse, kind of what Paul was talking about uh, earlier was so much of our business, excuse me, <coughs> I wanted to mute that. It's okay. I just had Grab a, a drink of water and I'll it. fill in that space because I know how that gets. <laughs> and, you know, so that's no, another I, thing as far as when you're doing, I mean, obviously we're live. Um, and so there's no editing. We're very sorry real. for blowing out everybody's ears. <laughs> All right, let me let me let me finish. Go my back point. to that. <laughs> so so much of our business is transactionally based, and and the challenge with that, whether we're building relationships with referral partners or with the consumer or with um, or with wholesale companies or anything. Moving that relationship from transactionally based to trust based. So if I have a bad experience with PRMG on a single loan, I know that is inconsistent with all of the messaging that is coming out of PRMG because my relationship with that company is trust based because of all of this other vulnerability and transparency. So now my decision to send my next loan is not transactionally based. It's not based on the last loan I submitted. It's actually going to make me reach out and say, listen, this one particular experience is inconsistent with everything that I know about you. And so I think when we tell these stories, you're, it's not that, and there's two things I wanted to say about telling stories. The first one is, is you attract the people that you create content for, which is one of the things. The second thing is, is when you create these stories is you don't have to solve anyone's specific problem. You establish yourself as a problem solver. And so the broader spectrum of these stories that you're telling, you don't have to worry about how many people might have that problem. You just need to let people know that you have a broad experience. Go ahead, Paul. No, 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 no. no. I saw he's like, wait, he's like ready. He's like, yeah, go for it. Well, you know what? So I think we're all saying it a little differently. And I love that. Yeah, you garner trust over time. You build loyalty. I think people will be more forgiving when they know you're coming from the right place, the right perspective. I think the general goal is we all want to do the right thing. We want to, you know, the idea is to provide our customers with a seamless transaction, you know a happy transaction um, and, and create literally a great customer experience, create raving fans for a lack of a better way to describe it. 
But you're right, in the real world, there's gonna be some hiccups along the way. But I think the probability is, I love where you went, Scott, that's an interesting perspective, is that you know us now, you know where we come from. It's just not, it's not lip service, this is real. And, um, you know, we're bound to make a mistake too. It happens to the best of us, right? Even the ones that, the, the purported experts out there, it's going to happen. So I think what's great about what we're all doing is we're letting people, I go back to the same thing, we're letting them in. Um, we're showing, you know, we're demonstrating through our own actions and behaviors, you know, our mindset. I love the fact that, you know, we're sharing stories. We're not trying to commiserate per se, but we want people to know that, you know, we've been through this, you know, I'll use this as an example, you know, PRMG built by originators for originators. You hear it all the time. Well, that's just not some, some platitude or overture that we're making. That's literally who the, who the company is. It started over 20 years ago. You know, we just celebrated our 20th year anniversary and we earned our place. I always say we birthed out of the rubble, you know, when all the giants came, came crumbling down. And we've lived by this sort of um, a commitment to faith, family, health, and work. And that, not necessarily, I think it's faith, family, um, health, work, I think it is something like that. And the idea is those pillars, the adage or motto built by originators for originators demonstrates that the people that founded and built this company came from the soil. They wore the soles of their shoes to create this company. They're in it for the long haul. And here we are, 20 years. So that speaks to character. That speaks to actions. Um, it speaks to you know a, a good moral compass. A lot of different things that not necessarily have to do with loans. It has to just do with 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 with, with uh, you know the psychology and of human emotion and drive and what your why and why you get up in the morning. All those things. So the other thing I wanted to touch on, if I may, is and you bring up a really good point, Scott a lot of originators, for example, at the end of the day, they're looking for the call to action. We, it, it, let's be real. You want that phone to ring. You want somebody to reach out and call you. You're looking to close that transaction and there's a way to do it. You can ask for the business or you can do it in such a way where you provide value over and over and over, like you're saying. And over time, people will go, you know what? I think my next transaction, I'm, I'm going to go this route because I like what I'm hearing. I like what they stand for. I think that's the world we live in now. We have to let people see who we are, garner their trust, and then over time, loyalty. And, and, I, and, I, and I'll say this last thing, and I, I, I don't want to monopolize, but one of the things I've been studying more is, you know, we have the old school funnel that starts at the top where you have acquisition at the top. You bring the customer through, you create awareness. We all know this, and Ginger knows this, we all know this. And you bring them down to a point and you close the deal and you go, I got one. Yeah. But what happens with that customer once you have them? Some of the new philosophies, and it's not relatively new, but it's being more adopted, is the closed loop system. It's kind of like a Mobius loop or an affinity loop where you have client acquisition and then you create client retention and then you create client advocacy. This is where the testimonials come in. This is where people are now going, you know what? I had a really great experience. Let me tell you about it. And then our job, while we've got that customer in the cycle, is okay. We 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 you know we we get a purchase. Obviously, the ideal situation is to grab them on a refi or a potential referral, and introduce new products and services along the way, and keep them there. Versus, thank you very much. 
um, have a great day and you're off on yeah. your next lead. I think that's where we're at now. So I feel like that closed loop system sort of plays into a little bit of what we're talking about here too. Yeah, the sale, the sale starts when the loan opens. Right. 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 And then it's a whole new sales cycle. I, I really love that. And, and, you know, the other thing, and, and I'm, I'm really good at pointing out the obvious, but I, I just, I think this is so important. Um, I, I want to point out all of the things that you talked about, you know, built by your company, built by loan officers for loan officers. So often in the past, those have always been internal dialogues inside of the company. And by recognizing that that's important and making that an external dialogue and a part of who you are as a company and putting that out there, um, you know, it's not the mission statement on the wall in the office anymore. And, and it's us talking about these things and bringing them out into the open. And, you know, it's important for, these, for us as small business owners and entrepreneurs to see what big companies like PRMG is doing and use that as a model and, and recognize that they're thought leaders in this kind of thing. And it's a, it's a template that we should be following in our business, any, regardless of what size your business is. If a company as big as PRMG is recognizing that this is the way to better serve the consumer after super smart people like you, you know, to talk in all of your management and saying, this is the direction we need to take the conversation about our company. Us as entrepreneurs, we need to recognize that and mimic that in our own way. Um, and on our own level, and and I, I really commend you. It's a, a it's it it's very insightful, and it's it doesn't it doesn't seem like it having this conversation, but you're kind of a trailblazer. It's a unique, yeah, it's definitely. a unique it's a unique way to run a company, and uh, and I really admire it. Yeah. I appreciate that, and you know, and, and I'll say one last thing, and I know we're probably close on time here, Ginger. The, you know, one of the, the, the movements that we're going through now is this whole path to pivot to more consumer facing activities, modern lending technology, you know, Kevin is big on the tech stack, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. to provide, you know, just a numerous amount of choices, because that's the other side of it too. You don't lead with technology, you leverage technology. So technology is a bolt on that you want to have to ensure that you can, you could keep up with the speed of business right now. And the speed of business is very fast. You know, he can he who or she who controls the lead controls it all, you know, speed the lead. You hear that direct to consumer, um, um, uh, that kind of thing. That is very real. And we cannot let that sit to the sidelines. We have to constantly evolve with the technology. But the underpinning is what I'm talking about, the philosophical side of it, the ideology behind what we do and why we do it, I think is what resonates with people out there. So whether you're trying to recruit or whether you're looking to, you know, bring in business, literally bring in business to create the ROI, all of that contributes to it. And I think as leaders, as you two are, um, you're out there leading by example, you're putting yourselves out there, you're being real. And I, I do believe that that helps garner more interest and, and resonates with people. So that's just my personal, personal opinion. Yep. Well, and so true. I mean, being able to, to have the insight to be able to do it, the courage to figure it out, because um, that's a lot of it. It's like, 
you have to figure it out and you have to lead the way. And you always do that. And so I appreciate you and all you do. And, um, and as you're building these things, please feel free to share them. You know, it's one of the reasons that I started the Mortgage Video Mastermind group was to be able to have other people have the conversation about video, um, have an understanding, get started, but also to see examples. And so we'd love to be able to, to have that and have you back again. So you have some great insight. I would, I would love that. I'm going to continue reading my edge of marketer book and maybe start breaking <laughs> it down a little bit and sharing certain parts of it because it's a very uh, rubber to the road kind of uh, application. So um, that's that's where my passion is right now to continue to read and continue to share and, and just share what other people are doing, not making it about ourselves, but about other people and, uh, you know, what they contribute to uh, to the circle of influence, I should say. So it's, it's really awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much Thanks, for joining. Um, Scott, thank you as always. Um, and uh, next week, our guest is the one and only Sue Woodard. Ooh. And so uh, we're going to talk about some branding and video. Um, and uh, I'm actually going to head to the airport and pick her up. She's flying in from Minneapolis. Um, I'm not going to go for that hike. <laughs> But I am going to go inside and warm up because it is chilly out here. <laughs> but I do appreciate you hopping on. For those of you who are watching, thanks so much. And go make a video. Thanks, guys. Bye. I got to get a picture of this because you got to see us. Hold on. I'm going to get a picture of us on here. That was awesome. We're off okay. now, right? <laughs> no, not yet. Not I need yet. to. We're not off yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're still on. <laughs> now I'm going to stop the live stream. Okay. And I'll give you a call because we do have guests on. We've got about nine people on here. So okay. thanks, guys. And uh, we will talk soon. Okay. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>